Welcome to the Your Story Matters podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Mason City Schools, where we celebrate and learn from our community stories. We're so glad you've joined us today. This is Tracy Carson, the Public Information Officer at Mason City Schools, and I'm here today with Jim Fox, who is a relationship master at Mason High School. He works in our uh, as an aide in the cafeteria and in the lunchroom, but boy, does he have a lifelong connection to Mason. Uh, this Comet graduated from Mason High School, um, he, he, but not the only one in his family. His parents, uh, John and Margie, his two sons graduated from Mason. He's served on Mason City Council. He has a lifetime of Comet connections, and we are so glad to have him here with us today. Thanks for being here, Jim. Well, thank you, Tracy. After that introduction, uh, I'm not sure we have anything more to discuss. <laughs> no, we have plenty to discuss because I know all of the amazing things that you do for kids, do for us. So just tell us a little bit about your background and kind of um, how you ended up being at this stage of your life at Mason High School? Well, I am a lifelong Comet and had a lot of great teachers in, in my uh, elementary and high school here. Uh, and, and because of that, I really wanted to go into education. So I went uh, to Ohio State University, got a degree in education, and uh, had a terrible student teaching experience in Columbus and so I thought I would take a, a year off or so and and reevaluate I still thought I was going to teach but um, it, it didn't it didn't pan out that way I got involved in utilities government utilities and and that was my my original career uh, I did that um, until oh about six years ago and retired from that field and this job opened up and it seemed like it seemed like I was coming full circle. It was something that I really wanted to do. I, I'd always wanted to work with kids. I'd always wanted to work in a school setting. And this opened up and I thought, wow, this is, uh, this is my opportunity to finally come back. You know, you graduated from Mason in 1969, a you know pivotal year uh, in our country's history. But, but also, um, what was Mason like then compared to Mason today? Well, Mason was very homogenous. There was uh, there was no diversity to speak of. Uh, there were a couple of uh, couple of kids with Asian heritage, and other than that, uh, we were uh, we were all a, a bunch of white Protestant or Catholic kids, and uh, so there wasn't much diversity. And then I went off to Ohio State University, where every country and every religion and every race and creed in the world was represented so it was uh, it was a great eye-opener eye a very educational experience and and probably broadened my horizons for life you know you serve on the high school's inclusive excellence team which is dedicated to kind of celebrating diversity and and living inclusion authentically what what has that meant for you what experiences have you learn from that and what do you hope other staff members and other students um, can gain from kind of taking a look at ourselves and, and what what biases we may have but also how we can treat each other um, better uh, Tracy I, I, I think that um, I, I think that we never stop learning and and it's been a it's been a great experience for me to to go through this um, 
uh, this group just to uh, just to, to learn a little bit more about myself, to learn a little bit more about other cultures, about how we treat uh, treat our fellow our fellow people, and and it's uh, it's just been it's. I think I have something to lend just because of my years of experience and, and where I've been and what I've done. So I think it's I think it's been a good match for me and hopefully for the group, for uh, for the inclusion committee just to um, uh, just to share each other's experiences. Uh, I think it's very important at the high school and at the and at the broader school level that that. Um, because Mason is changing. It's not the Mason of the 1960s when I was here or the 1940s when my parents was here. And, and we, can always, we can always do a better job. We can always learn from one another. And, and uh, the world is becoming smaller every day as we know. I always think it is so um, such a strength for our schools and our community. We have this, we, the world is here. The world is in Mason and we're so fortunate to have the cultural diversity that we have, but we also know there is a lot to learn. And, and I appreciate that about you, you're right. You're, you're a person who um, wanted to go into education, did, and kind of are there now, but what kind of student were you when when Jim Fox was in school, Why, what, who do you empathize with most when you're uh, hanging out with our kids? Well, I was I was uh, I was fairly studious. Um, I ended up um, I was second in my class, so I, I did fairly well grade wise. Uh, I I think um, I think my social skills were probably a little bit um, maybe a little bit lacking. Uh, I I wasn't as self confident. Is uh, as, as I could have been, uh, and and I think that I think that in relating with students is probably probably a very strong influence on how I deal with students because you know I, I see in some of the 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 lesser um, extroverted students I see that a little bit in myself, and and so I try to. I try to pull people out a little bit uh, uh, whenever I can, uh, get people engaged whenever I can. Um, but but yeah, I, I see that um, I, I see that that 16 year old Jim Fox uh, <laughs> who was a little bit on the awkward side. I see that in other kids, and and I enjoy relating with kids, trying to trying to pull them out of that 16 year old phase and go into adulthood. Was there a teacher or someone in the school system who strongly influenced your life? Oh my gosh, there is a there was an English teacher, uh, really two two teachers. Um, I, I had an English teacher that my freshman, actually eighth grade and freshman year, that was just a wonderful person. She was just uh, she was. She was just very creative, I think, is would be the best term for her, and and I, I really loved her. She was actually a psychology major, and I found out later on that she was doing a case study on, <laughs> working toward her her master's degree. She was doing a, a case study on me, but um, uh, and then my other my other strongest influence was uh, was Mrs. Malampi, who was my sixth grade teacher. She was a teacher in the Mason school system forever. And uh, wow, she was very strict, uh, but, but she, uh, 
she turned me into the English student that I am today. <laughs> uh, just a, a, a great all-round teacher, and, and, uh, but she was tough. She was tough as nails. You know, I think those tough-as-nails people and being able to see how they shape and profound, and obviously English has, has stayed with you. Recently, you've written a book. Uh, talk to us about that and, and kind of what your inspiration was and, um, and what it's been like to, to also keep learning and now, now add published author to the list of things that Jim Fox has tried. Well, as, as I said before, I, I don't think you ever stop learning and you never stop experiencing. And, and there's just so much to be gained in life that uh, we tend to get in routines, of course. That's that's no secret. But but uh, there's there's always a new horizon out there. There's always something different to do. And I've always wanted to write. Uh, I'm I'm a fairly creative person, I think. And and uh, so that's kind of uh, that's kind of gotten those juices going. And, and I did write a book and I hope to write more. I don't know. Uh, I don't know where that'll lead me, but uh, certainly something that I want to continue with. And, and there's just so much more. There's there's travel. There's 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 a there's a great big world out there to see. And and uh, and so hopefully the experiences won't stop now. Now, your book's title is Yeah, Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, that, I think, in, in looking at the book, and you've sold it, um, you've sold several copies. It's self-published on Amazon. Um, what, thanks, have there, thanks for the advertisement. There you the go. <laughs> uh, have you been, um, were your experiences working with students, did they kind of help influence how the, the language you used, the things that you were thinking through? No question about that. I, I can't, a lot of people have said, well, did you get any inspiration from any specific people? You know, it wasn't so much specific people as much as it was a, a conglomerate of people, uh, a collection of people, if you will. It, I, I did, I have been influenced uh, my whole life by younger, uh, by younger people. My favorite book and movie is To Kill a Mockingbird, and, and it's, it's a study in young kids relating to real-life situations. Um, and and um, with, with that, I, I do look to kids for inspiration, but, I, but, um, but it is a collection. It, it is, a, um, uh, it, it is a, a lot of students that have influenced me just, uh, just being around them. And and it, it it puts me in a it puts me in a mindset of thinking like a younger person, just wondering what they're going through, wondering what their thoughts are, listening to how they talk, listening how do they re they relate. And the whole time I was writing the book, I was thinking, how would a you know how would an 18 year old say this? How would an 18 year old look at this as opposed to a uh, to a guy that just happens to be a little bit older than that? <laughs> so, Jim, you. Your, one of your primary jobs at the high school is to monitor lunch, which I think for a lot of people in the audience, that may sound terrible. But, but I have watched you, and you, um, kids are talking to you constantly. You are connecting with, with kids um, and, and connecting with lots of kids, and kids who um, sometimes may not have a whole lot of other adults who are, who are connecting with them, and they feel connected to you. What, what is the experience like? Well, there's nothing like having lunch with 2,700 of your closest friends every day. Um, and uh, 
uh, we do have three lunches, 900 uh, kids at a lunch, and, and yeah, it's obviously I don't get to know them all, but, but it's sort of a goal to get to know as many kids as I possibly can uh, because, because, let's face it, as, as wonderful as Mason High School is and as wonderful as the students are there, there are kids that, that may not have a single person say hi to them uh, every day. And, and, and so hopefully uh, all of us as, as, as part of the high school can, uh, can, can reach some of those students. Uh, I also uh, have, have uh, study halls. And, uh, it, and it's the same type of thing. Rather than sit up in the front and, and just uh, make sure kids don't throw books at each other or something, uh, I do walk around and, and, and I try to get to know a lot of the kids in my study halls. And, and it, it's, it's, um, it, it's that interaction that, that I think it was valuable to me as a student. And, and I do remember those teachers that, that, were, that were the most, uh, the most gracious and the most uh, uh, outgoing towards students. And, and hopefully, I'm, hopefully I'm trying to be that same type of person that, that maybe can have some positive influence on, on kids who are 14 through 18 years old. What do you think for people who, um, you know, you came in, you had dreams about being in education, but you, it wasn't you hadn't been in the high school yet, what were the biggest surprises that uh, you would want folks uh, who, who aren't in our schools to know? What's happening that, that, you, that they would be surprised about? I think the thing that, that when, when people ask me what it's like to be part of the biggest high school in, in Ohio, I, I think the thing that I always hearken back to is, is a, a few things actually. One is, is how, how sophisticated and how worldly they are for, for freshmen through senior in high school, how, how, uh, how much they've been around the block compared to, to, to me when I was that age, um, how, how driven they are. Uh, these kids have some great goals. They have some great objectives in life and, and some wonderful dreams. Um, uh, they're not without their they're not without their pitfalls and foibles. You know, you you still have kids that that struggle um, mentally, educationally, emotionally, uh, and and those kids that that's part of the diversity of Mason. You know, we're not homogenous anymore. We we have everything on the spectrum from from A to Z, uh, and and uh, that I think that's the thing that that amazes me most and, and the thing that I the, the things that I try to impress on other people when they ask about Mason is just how many um, how many great music students and art students and science students and math students uh, we, we have our own uh, we, we have our own uh, 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 publication of, of writer of young writers uh, through the English department we, we have everything there is to offer in, in one small city that's called the high school. Uh, we have a banking, we have our own banking, we have a retail store, all those things that are being run by students that, that it, it's just, it is a small city unto itself and, and the kids have just boundless energy and, and they are going in, in countless directions. It, it's impressive to see where they go after they leave here, but it's sure fun to be with them when they are here. Mm. Well, they, 
they find you inspirational too because the class of 2019 chose you to give the faculty address to the graduates at commencement. What was that like? Uh, it was a little bit unnerving. Uh, I got to admit that um, because it is, it is an honor and it was it was pretty humbling to, to have uh, a class vote you vote you as, as their speaker at graduation and and uh, another teacher, Carol Lehman, had a, had a great way of putting it. She spoke last year, and and I said, okay, so what's it like? She said, I, I said, what's it like speaking in front of several thousand people because of the parents and families are there? She said, once you get up there, she said, you are talking to the class. She said, you don't even realize that there are parents and siblings and grandparents out there. You look down and you see the class and you are talking to the class. And it was a really, really fun, exciting. It was it was nerve wracking. But uh, but once I got into it, uh, I, I felt like I was talking to one on one to to uh, 871 different kids. Who's been the biggest influence on your life and what lessons did that person teach you? I would say, obviously, you know, you have your parents, and and, and I have a sister, and, and uh, a lot of good friends throughout life. But I would say the strongest influence was probably my grandmother, and uh, uh, my grandma Fox was was probably back then uh, when she was alive, probably one of the most well-loved people in Mason, just because she was friendly to everybody. She didn't she didn't know a stranger, and and if if uh, if she didn't know your face uh, or your name, uh, she she still would she would still start talking talking to you and and have a conversation with you and and she was just a just a wonderful friendly outgoing person and and uh, I I I had I, I ran into somebody later in life that that I didn't even know knew my grandmother and she said oh yeah your grandmother was was Reba Fox and I, yeah yeah and she said she said I think she was probably the sweetest person I've ever met in my entire life and she really was uh, but yeah she was a strong influence in my life we can see where grandma Fox had it <laughs> had the influence because you're someone who goes and talks and serves a community you've you know you've been a member of Kiwanis for years you're now serving in a different role our community at the high school um, how has that service been important for you and, and giving back and why why has that been an important part of your life I, I think I think it's so important Tracy because because so many people have have had such a, po uh, a positive excuse me positive impact on my life I I um, I, I had uh, I had uh, some rough times uh, when I was young, uh, you know. Just uh, all kids do, but but I just had some rough times where where I needed people who who had a strong positive influence, to, and and a lot of people stepped up, and and they may not have even known that I was that I was hurting in a certain way or whatever, but uh, but they were just there for me and and. And I think uh, I think it I think it behooves us all to be that person to to people who are in need, um, and and I think it's just a natural extension of of our humanity to uh, to to 
to be an important person in somebody's life and, and whatever we can do to make that happen, uh, it, it comes in different forms. Uh, you know, not everybody's going to want to serve on city council. Not everybody's going to want to work at a high school, but, but everybody has their own way of reaching people. What are you most proud of when it comes to Mason City Schools? Oh, wow, that's a good question. Uh, I, I, think I'm, I think I'm just proudest of what Mason City Schools have become. It, it, it's always been a great place to grow up. It's always been a great school system. We've always had really, really good, caring, involved teachers. But it's just become not only the biggest high school in Mason, uh, and one of the biggest school systems overall in Mason, I, I just honestly believe it's become the best. Uh, there, there, there are there, and, and speaking obviously, my perspective is the high school. But no matter what a kid wants to do, there's there's something for that kid to do at the high school. There, there is there there are so many groups. There are so many uh, clubs. There are so many activities that students can get involved in and, and I just think it's it's a great place to be I think it's a great it was a great place to grow up it was a great place for me to raise my kids I think it's just as good and, and even better now to uh, to grow up and to raise kids so Jim what brings you joy oh wow I you know I've, I've said it a hundred times I've never I've never had a bad day at the high school you know, some days are better than others. Some days, uh, some days I walk away, scratch my head, thinking, "Did I do the right thing? Did I say the right thing to a kid?" But I have never had a bad day at the high school in six years. Well, we always end our Your Story Matters podcast with a comparison question. So here's yours. If you had to choose, I know you're. Would you choose cycling around Pine Hill Park or walking around Pine Hill Park? <laughs> it depends on the day. I, I know that's. I know that's a non-committal answer, but uh, but I uh, I bicycle through the park to get to the high school on nice days, and. Uh, but but there are a lot of days when when uh, my wife Helen and I do walk through the park and and uh, it's just a it's just a great place to decompress and and to spend some time in nature. But uh, yeah, depending on the day. Well, Jim, we are so grateful for all you do for Mason, all you've done for our community for a long time, and especially grateful that this year you've um, agreed to be a story ambassador, to be conducting these kinds of interviews to help bring out more of the stories in our community. Thank you so much. We can't wait to hear the stories that you help uh, tell and amplify. Oh, thank you, Tracy. It's a pleasure. We've reached the end of one of our stories. It's goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to the Mason City Schools Your Story Matters podcast, where we believe every unique story deserves an audience. If you know of someone who has a great story to tell, email Carson T at MasonOhioSchools.com. And don't forget to subscribe to hear more of our community stories.